Time to welcome in Wallace Chapman, ahead of the panel at 6pm tonight. Hi. Kia ora, Jesse. Nice to be here again. How was the Day new hours three. last night? I was worried. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. I was worried. Um, it's like I, all that muscle memory. Of how long have you been doing the panel exactly. now for? Well, fi- it's been five years, exactly yeah. five years. Five years and at 4 so, Yeah, so uh, there were about six different times I said, um, now this afternoon, <laughs> realising it was 6.20, there was a lot of that. But, yeah. all, but also, also, I guess, you know, um, radio is all about habit, you know, and I thought my listeners would deserve me, they did, but they didn't. We had fantastic responses through the text. So right. I actually just want to say to the listeners, thank you, actually, for um, being lo- along for the, um, yeah. for the new time yeah. and being along for the ride. And I uh, really enjoy having you in at the end of our show as well on... Uh, uh, each afternoon. Um, this is and nice. You're going to really? give us a bit of a preview of what's happening in your show from 6 pm. Indeed, yeah. Kia ora, Jesse. So today we have lecturer Steve McCabe and sports journalist Zoe George. They're really good panelists and they'll be all along for the ride this afternoon. Now, the big news today, I guess, really, uh, is the bill to repeal uh, Akafai Order, the Māori Health Authority. Mm. Uh, and that's to be introduced and passed under urgency in Parliament today. Now, recall uh, a couple of years back, new health reforms were introduced to a a huge amount of fanfare uh, across the board. People were saying, well, scrapping the 20 DHBs under one umbrella, Health NZ, Te Whata Ora, and one of those new initiatives was this new Māori Health Authority. Well, 24 months later... Gone burgers, yeah. uh, so to be. So actually, actually, formally ends June 30. So that's really the big news. We're going to be talking about that. Also, all eyes on the Reserve Bank tomorrow as it decides where to set the official cash rate. What does that mean for our mortgage payments? My mortgage payment specifically, it's quite high. <laughs> so some personal. It has been a crazy couple of years, eh? Yeah, from um, those days, where I don't know what it was like when you got your mortgage most recently, but people were saying when I got my mortgage. Don't worry, we're in an era of permanently low interest rates. I mean, they could go up, but they're not going to go up. No, hugely. And then what, the biggest increase in, you know, since, well, living memory, yeah. so, for example, I was talking to a very close friend, actually a fam- family member, who is finding it really, really hard under these new interest payments. Yeah, I think a lot of people are. Um, uh, you're talking many hundreds of dollars a week extra, finding it very hard to actually get that money per week. So uh, this will affect a lot of people. We're yeah. talking about that. Okay, also. Can I just say, too, yeah. I think one un- underrated aspect of that is the relationship strain that's caused by financial pressures. So the mortgage rates is one thing, but when people are under that much pressure, the pressure it puts on the family and the couple, I think there's a lot of that going on, often behind closed doors, just from the anecdotal stuff I hear from listeners and from my friends and peer group as well. Oh yeah, we had, a, we had a text and just on that very issue the other day, so we are covering that. Yeah. Also, motherhood is holding women back from leadership. Research out from Auckland University sure to have responses on that. <laughs> and of course, a question of the day for you. We love a question of the day on the panel. We don't do it every day, but we do today. Um, I noticed an item in the travel section, and I don't often read travel sections. In fact, really do. I skip them. Uh, I, I read your one. Oh, thanks, yeah. Uh, uh, but tra- <laughs> tra- nice save, Wallace. <laughs> um, because, I'll tell you why, number one on my bucket list is this. It's not bungee jumping, believe it or not. Yeah. Sleeping overnight on a train. Yeah. I've never, I've never done it. But that is so appealing, isn't it? Sleeper trains are the new hit in Europe. So you're tucking yourself into yeah. a mini bed of high thread cut cotton. You've got a decanter of Bordeaux at the ready. And you've got murder, 
on the Orient Express well, no, on but, your lamp. No, I'm, I'm into the uh, Bordeaux and the sleeper carriage, but less of the murder things. Less of the, yeah, well, maybe a, jo- <laughs> maybe a Jody Pico for you, you know. Um, <laughs> oh, reading a murder, yeah, yeah, that's fine. Exactly. No, I was thinking of everything I've read in Agatha Christie novels. I'd be hesitant before falling asleep on one of those trains. <laughs> so my question to you yeah. and the panel family across the country is this. Have you slept overnight on a sleeper train, right. and what was it like? Text me 2101 or email the panel at rnz.co.nz. It could be fancy. It could be, indeed, the Iron Express. It could be, uh, for example, uh, Milan to Brussels. Yeah. Or it could be the overnighter. Um, West in- to East Coast of Australia. That's yeah, apparently exactly. A good one. Yeah, I'd love um, to know. You are a fan of the slow life, as discussed yesterday. If you had the option of going from Auckland to Wellington on a train overnight where you wandered down to the train station at, I don't know, 8pm, had some dinner, fell asleep and woke up at the uh, foot of Lambton Quay, you'd do it, wouldn't you? Been there, done it. Really? Just once. <laughs> got on if it bo- was comfortable. Mate, it was, was amazing. comparable to so, so, so got on board... Uh, Britama, 7am, with my then director, Norm Seawright, for Backbenchers. Yeah. Get on the train at 7am. We take the whole 12-hour journey and we glide into a Sunday <laughs> Wellington, 7pm. Um, we go to Courtney Place, Hummingbird, for a pale ale <laughs> and then off to bed. Lovely. It was a fantastic day. <laughs> and pop in and see radio producer Sam Hollis, who's based in Wellington. We're in Auckland uh, at the moment. And Sam joins us now. Hi, Sam. Kia ora, guys. How are we doing? How are you? Pretty good. Um, what's, got your, what's caught your eye in the news today? Yeah, so the one I wanted to bring to you today was an article published in Variety. It's obviously a bit personal for me as a bit of a a film geek, uh, but thought I'd run this by you guys as well. So the article was essentially an obituary for physical movies, so DVD and Blu-rays, etc., because according to their projections, DVD sales are about to hit an all-time low. Uh, It's expected that 2024 will be the first year that gross sales will dip below a billion dollars. And it was also recently reported that Disney has handed over their entire physical media arm to Sony. So it seems like basically Disney has put their hands up and said, look, we can't be bothered with this anymore. Mm. It's not worth it for us. So for movie geeks like me, this is very sad news. And I wondered if you guys kind of miss the world of physical media at all. Is there any type of physical media that you wouldn't want to go digital with? (laughs) Well, the first thing that comes to mind for me, Sam, is I was actually surprised that DVDs are still around yeah. in any number mm. because I know that Netflix, right? I mean, you have the information there, but Netflix did start a subscription service. Um, but for me, DVD means the era of the late 90s. Mm. And all I can recall is, for example, going, bed sitting in Ponsby, going to try and find Twin Peaks and excuse me, all your five copies of Twin Peaks all out. You know? <laughs> but we do have Eat, Pray, Love, the new film. <laughs> I recommend that. I said, Okay. It's a pretty, pretty good alternative. That's I weird, because I remember going into a DVD store and saying, if you've got Eat, Pray, Love, they go, oh, Wallace Chapman's got it. <laughs> <laughs> he was meant to return it two weeks ago. He must really enjoy it. Um, what is the official position of the film geek, Sam? Do you guys... Like DVDs? Yes. Uh, well, that's the thing. I think to a certain sort of subsection of that kind of fandom community, they are really important, especially for things like uh, preserving older films, restoring older films. And that's kind of, it's been interesting to watch um, kind of, 
boutique brands like uh, you've got the Criterion Collection, Kino Lorber. There's tons of them around the world, and they specialize in restoring and putting out home entertainment of these like classic films. So that's where you're going to find like your Hitchcock films and things like this. Um, and you know, for for people like myself, it's really important to have those on the shelf because you know people say like, oh, you know, you'll find everything on Netflix. I mean, good luck finding anything pre 1980. Um, and there's a lot of great movies that sort of feel like they're out of people's on, reach simply because Sam, they won't find them on Disney Plus. You do know? you have a collection of DVDs at your flat? I do. I've got probably about a, a 200 strong Whoa, collection. Get rid of them. Um, no, r- I really do. And, and the, <laughs> looking through them, most most of them I would say are ones that you won't find on any streaming service. Yeah. So it's the only way to watch them. Um, you, and, think and, of, uh, you think of um, services like Netflix and, and the others as this kind of impartial place that just provides you with what you need but in fact they're curated aren't they because of course they they have to be so they're making decisions about what films quote deserve to be available to view and which ones don't they're doing it on popularity well jesse that's because um they are in the know of what people want to watch well, it's they also because they're, they're producers. They titles in Sam's bedsit. <laughs> <laughs> no, well, look, I'm, I'm being serious. <laughs> it's also because, um, you know, we refer to, like, Netflix as a streaming service, but let's not forget that Netflix is also a production house. They also produce their own shows and their own movies, and of course they're going to put those at the top of your, your recommended pile because they want you to watch their stuff and not, you know, uh, Paramount's stuff, yeah. for example. Um, so I, I think it does create a bit of a monopoly, and um, and... It, it's a bit of a shame because I think mm. it's a bit more impartial if you have to go to a rental store and look through the shelves. And I imagine you guys with your kids that, you know, scrolling Netflix right. doesn't feel the same as, as when you guys were kids and you went to the, the rental store on a Friday afternoon or something. Well, well yeah. speaking from one middle-aged saddo to another, have sure. you um, bitten the bullet and got a turntable? <laughs> speaking of hard copy media? <laughs> Never, ever. Yeah. Not into it. I Hey, Bendy done that, mate. Really? You know, when it was big. The first time around. First time around. <laughs> no, seriously, because I was a big record collector yeah. uh, for mm. quite a while. And that, that's why I, I, I kind of mock Sam, but also that's reflected in my experience. Because one day my mum said, Wallace, what do you want to do with all these records? <laughs> you know, your Led Zepp, your Doors, your Deep Purples. I said, Whatever you want, Mum. Really? Throw them away. Really? Oh, you know, God, that breaks just, my heart. They just, <laughs> they're just collecting dust. I didn't listen to this. They're just a waste of space. Yeah. And Sam, your DVDs are a waste of space on your... <laughs> <laughs> Buy some nice art. <laughs> All right. Well, you're not coming to the next movie night, Wallace. Um, yeah. And by the way, I'm a vinyl guy as well. So oh, yeah. surprise me. <laughs> this, is, this is the second day in a row that you've enraged me during this segment, Wallace. Yeah. Whoops. Well, and you, and you don't, know, don't forget, the... I'm the man behind the scenes when it comes to the panel later on. All Whoops. these timetable changes that I said have had one purpose, and that's to give me and Wallace an opportunity to mock you, Sam, on the radio more often. As, I think as, it's working yeah. out well so far. Because too too often it's kept in private, right? And we need to we really need to get that out there publicly. Okay, I, got, I am to be mocked. I've got a title for you. Going back, there is one movie that you can't get on Netflix, and I love it. Yeah. I absolutely love it. And it's by um, a Russian filmmaker, Sam, called mm. Tarkovsky. And yep. it's called Solaris. Oh, yes. Beautiful. Yeah, isn't it? And, and it's so Tarkovsky is like you'll find all of a, a, a huge bunch of Tarkovsky's films in the Criterion oh. Collection. Okay, fair enough. Um, all all fair with enough. new 4K restorations. They're all there for you, Wallace. You just got to buy them. Mm. Uh, and of course, don't forget Eat, Pray, Love, uh, which is. The, <laughs> all right, uh, okay, okay. <laughs> the only, yeah, how, how, uh, am I, how am I taking crap from this guy, Jesse? The only copy in Wallace's. 
Sure, Mason DVD think. collection. Hey, um, well, this is back from 6pm. I'm Jesse Mulligan. Thanks for listening today. You can find all our interviews, including the ones you may have missed or want to listen to again at rnz.co.nz slash jesse. So we have Checkpoint next. Then Wallace Chapman is back with Steve McCabe and Zoe George with the panel hour from 6pm. Remember, he's interested in hearing where you've travelled overnight on the train and already getting some really incredible texts through. People have travelled from San Francisco to Chicago on Amtrak, Madras to New Delhi. Those stories and more coming up with Wallace after 6pm. Botox Cosmetic, out of botulinum toxin A, FDA approved for over 20 years. So, talk to your specialist to see if Botox Cosmetic is right for you. For full prescribing information, including boxed warning, visit BotoxCosmetic.com or call 877-351-0300. Remember to ask for Botox Cosmetic by name. To see for yourself and learn more, visit BotoxCosmetic.com. That's BotoxCosmetic.com.